Welcome to the sixth episode of Ramblings from Nowhere. I'm your host, Jason Hall, and joining me once again this week is my co-host, Mr. Clay Dotson. Hello, Jason. How are you? I'm great. I'm just sitting here trying to get this podcast together and deal with a cranky, no-sleeping child, so it's been interesting. Cobra! 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 I'm still, still just annoyed by everybody voting Transformers. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. The same song. We'll talk theme about it later. Song, man. We'll talk about it later. So, anyway, what have you been up to this week? I've been sick. I actually didn't do anything. You have. We haven't played any games this week. Have we? I don't think we played uh, anything this week. Not together. We played like Friday night, but after Friday night is when I got right. sick. Right. And then so, uh, I was miserable. didn't do anything. I was supposed to go to the Titans game, but I was just like on fire. Well, it's probably a good thing you did. Because it's yeah, pretty sorry performance. And so. literally there was stuff on fire at the game, too. So that had been just well, yeah. all kinds yeah. of, yeah. But other than that, today was comic book day, of course. And, uh, yeah, got the new House of X, which is so good. We're going to say give us our weekly uh, House of X update. But, uh, uh, again. Pretty much everything, man. Everything that that first panel and the first issue of House of X one, it it did it, it got answered finally. You know, we were like, "What the crap is going on?" Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that finally got answered. And X Men are weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's getting weird. It's getting good though. It's good weird. But yeah, weird. But that's uh, uh, it. So. It's true. This is true. Um, but yeah, got that today and. Uh, I've been playing um, both Gears of War 5 and Borderlands. The new Borderlands is delicious. Save that. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Um, I know it kills you. I know you want to talk about it. So, but uh, but we'll again, that that's bit. all I've been up to. So, let's see. What have I done this week? Uh, I played. I played some more Gears 5. Uh, we're just rumbling through the horde as always. Still haven't touched the campaign any. Uh, having a good time with that. Uh, I played some Borderlands 3 this week too, but not as much as you, but like I said, we'll get into that in just a minute. Um, uh, that's about it for me too. It's been kind of a strange week. I tried to sit down and watch a couple shows, but uh, never did happen. That uh, What is it? Is it Love, Death, and Robots? It's on Netflix. Is that the name of it? You know which one I'm talking like about? Death, bacon, love, yeah. robots, all that animated stuff, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I tried to sit down and watch it last night, but uh, the first episode was pretty good, but the second one kind of lost me. So I'll probably try to go back to it, but I don't know when. I mean, you know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but uh, I mean, other than that, I didn't even watch. I don't think I watched any movies this week or anything. It's been kind of a hectic week. So we're still uh, uh, processing the uh, twins' news on top of everything else. So and trying to get prepare the house for twins. So that's always prepare the house. You're gonna have to have an addition. You're gonna have to like, I mean, you have to get rid of the man cave. Uh, it, it's already it's pretty much gone. I have this one little corner where I'm recording right now, but uh, 
I've got I've got a bunch of calico critters. I've got so I got a Disney castle. Oh, uh, we'll see what else is over there. I got some sweet stuffed animals now. Um, some more Disney princess stuff. So, rest slowly, in peace, man cave. Slowly but surely, it's uh, it's being uh, overtaken. So, and just when think do you what, uh, find out the uh, the gender? Um, we go Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday, we'll go back to the doctor and. I think we could find out then, but uh, we probably won't because I'm sure my wife will want to do a gender reveal party. But as I said before, it's going to be two girls. So, I mean, I don't know why we need a gender reveal party, but I just go with right. it. Right. So, my money's on two girls as well. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be me and a bunch of girls. If I said that when I was younger, it would have been awesome, but now I'm kind of scared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it scares me. Uh, no, no. <laughs> come down here. So, but uh, other than that, uh, actually, I did. Have you seen the trailer for uh, Knives Out yet? No, is it good? Oh, man. That's uh, Ryan Johnson's new movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I watched it tonight. Um, I kept hearing about it, and I hadn't watched it until I sat down and finally watched it. And, man, it looks really good. Uh, the casting is ridiculous. You've got uh, Christopher Plummer, Daniel Craig, uh, Chris Evans, Jamie Lee Curtis, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, um, or Michael Shannon. Uh, it just goes on and on. It's going to be good. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm going to go check it out. I yeah. did watch the, uh, the Jurassic Park short. Was that good? Interesting. Yeah, I was actually very entertained. I mean, it's all pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much serving like what everybody's been wanting to happen, and that's you know, dinosaur people living with dinosaurs in America. Uh, so, yeah, Derek, I believe, was, I believe Derek had posted it on the uh, group page, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. But I, I read that it was really good, so which uh, it wouldn't be hard to be better than that last Jurassic World movie. So we'll see. And the the credits in it are really entertaining as well. That's what I heard just, too. You know, yeah. dinosaurs pretty much hilariously just messing up every everyday things. Whether it was like a wedding shoot or something like that, but yeah, it was pretty funny. So, did you know today? I'm just looking at this right now, actually, because it's on the end of the YouTube trailer for Knives Out is a National Rambo Day, apparently. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, today is National Rambo Day. It's on Twitter, so I mean it's official. You know, I mean that's the same as being Facebook right. official. So, but yeah, it's National uh, Rambo Day. Uh, 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 Rambo. Have, have you seen? So we're, we're talking trailers, all of a sudden. But have you seen that Rambo trailer yet? The new one, Last Blood. Oh my god! I don't care. Really? I was excited. I remember watching uh, that last Rambo in the theater, and that was just over the top. So, looks good. I mean, the last one that was fun. I don't know. I, I don't. Some of these nostalgia grabs. I don't. I don't just don't care. I mean, I mean, to those that probably love Rambo or hardcore about Rambo, you know, heck yeah, happy for you. But other than that, like, yeah. I'd rather see another uh, Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd. How about that? Oh, blah blah. Oh, blah blah. Yeah. Something with Alan Tudyk in it. So, I mean, 
Well, you have to bring back. You have to bring back. You have to bring back Rob Schneider too, of course. <laughs> Rob Schneider's I mean, not cool anymore. I, then again, I don't think Rob Schneider's ever really been cool, has he? Uh, Deuce Bigelow. Jason, making copies. Deuce Bigelow. I think I'm going with Deuce Bigelow. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, rumor has it, though, that Alan uh, Tudyk was spotted at Himbo's. Himbo's 7, I think, picking up a couple of those extra-large, super spicy burritos and some corn chips. So, uh, I, I can confirm that those uh, rumors are not true. There's not a Himbo 7? There is not. Yes. Yes. But they are expanding. He can dream. Well, so actually, the only reason why I mention Alan Dudix is because Josh uh, asked me if I would. So mm-hmm. he actually wrote that out, that script. That's all right. I knew it was coming. I just didn't. I wasn't sure when. So, yeah. But yeah. Oh, I did forget that uh, I've recorded that bonus episode this weekend. Our first bonus episode. Um. I was very entertained. I thought uh, I really liked listening to TJ talk about board games and stuff. We uh, and I'm not a huge board game fan. I mean, I'll, I'll play them with you guys. Man, you know, when we play, when we play, when we play board games, you sit and play on your phone. That's what you do. If I remember right. No, the last, I, yes, the last time we played, you said no, man. I just want to sit here and watch. And I'm good. And you ate toast. Or you ate uh, Totino's pizza rolls the whole time. I did. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, that's when that was at Brandon's though, wasn't it? The one yeah. in Jamestown though, actually, I found I, I really love playing uh, Werewolf uh, One Night, whatever. That, and that, that one game that Jonathan, that uh, Mysterium is the one you're thinking of. Uh, but I thought she was going to talk about that uh, that Fireman game that Brandon brought. That was just a, that uh, was going to be the next thing. Now that's when I said that's when it was really boring because Brandon's uh, selection of that Fireman game was just <laughs> that was not fun at all. It's like gosh. <laughs> No, I'll play. I mean, but yeah, it was not it was I know. like that. But yeah, I was very addicted to that werewolf game though, because I actually bought a copy and got you ended up. I think. That. I think once we got done, I believe everybody that played games that day uh, went and bought a copy of it. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it's in the, it's in the back seat of my Jeep, just in case I'm at a party or something. I'm like, hey, you don't want to play this game? But I think Brandon ended up getting like like twelve different variations of it. So. But uh, yeah, if we oh, thank you. we did the bonus episode. Um, we've been talking. We're probably going to try to do a couple here or there. Just you know, whenever something comes up that we wouldn't think would merit one, so uh, be on the lookout. I'll probably just drop them like I did this one. No notice. Uh, TJ come up or TJ called me and asked if uh, I'd want if I would like for him to review uh, that. The, ready or not, and scary stories to tell in the dark, and I was like, that'd be great, because I haven't had time to watch them, and so uh, one thing led to another, and I told him, just just uh, let's just do a bonus episode, it'll be fun, we can talk about some other stuff that he had been doing here, we got the Gen Con stuff, and then of course the Albans of York thing uh, was pretty cool, because, you know, he's a hometown hero, and well, he's a hero, a, you know, World War One hero in the first place. But he is from here, so that was pretty neat. All that stuff that he got to do. But uh, wait, dude, like uh, he captured like what fifty-seven German soldiers? Yes, 
Now, I, I, can't re- I can't remember the exact number right now, but of course, you know, we have a, he built a school here and it's still uh, here today and it's a state funded school. Um, um, we're pretty proud of him, which we should be, but uh, you know, I think it's neat that um, TJ was able to do what he did and um, that overseas connection, you know, with the band and everything. So um, I thought it was pretty neat. But anyway, on from there, um, Clay, we got quite a bit of news to talk about this week. I added some, uh, so just to throw you off your game a little bit because I'm I'm sorry. Not really. I just saw a couple of things that I wanted to talk about because uh, they're interesting, at least to me. I don't know if anybody else is. I think you'll find them. Uh, first up, I'm sure you've seen this uh, report. This is from Polygon. Uh, the report uh, leaked E3 plans propose a fan-focused event with 10,000 more attendees. Um, we both know E3 has been uh, changing a lot over the last few years. Uh, for those that don't know, E3 is the biggest uh, trade show uh, for video games. Uh, almost everybody's there. It's kind of changed a little bit over the last few years, but uh, this is where everybody comes to show their upcoming games and so on and so forth, and they've been trying to uh, change it a little bit because it's been lackluster, wouldn't you say, Clay, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. The last few years. I just think a lot of I just think a lot of companies are just dropping mm-hmm. out because it just doesn't make sense money wise. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but the show has been. When you think back to, you know, earlier ones, uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of hype behind them and everything. But I don't think it's been the same the last few years. Of course, we've tried to watch them. We've watched almost everyone together because uh, there's nothing better than that conference day. Uh, a lot of excitement. Even if you don't own a system, you're still going to find out some pretty crazy stuff. See some crazy oh, yeah. stuff. So, I do miss but, Nintendo doing them. Yeah, Nintendo always does their own thing. But um, what they're saying is the ESA, which is the Electronic Software Association Association, I can't talk, hopes to rebrand E3 as a fan, media, and influencer festival in 2020. No. What? Uh, we'll, no. Talk, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, um, the influencer part. We got an email on it, so we'll talk about that. Uh, oh, article also indicates that members of the lobbying organization have approved the sale of an additional 10,000 badges for for the public. They'll bring the total consumer attendance to 25,000. Other than that, would love to go. Would love I would to go. too. I would, still would like to go. Um, we've always talked about going, but you know, we talked about going there. We talked about going to San Diego. We talked about going to PAX. Um, well, how about I go and I'll just report. Where can I go? Well, I mean, you got like two more kids on the way, man. I just didn't know you're gonna have time. Well, so. I'll bring them with me. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in a suitcase. That, that'll that, that'll be fine. Perfectly fine, right? Um, let's see. Other changes in the event include an app-based reservation system for game demos, entertainment opportunities for fans waiting in line, and charitable efforts led by high-profile gaming influencers. Ugh, gross. Um, 
and they updated their article today, actually, and ESA confirmed that the slides were authentic. So it looks like it's going to happen, uh, which I don't blame them. I mean, I don't know how many E3s we would have had left if they hadn't tried something different. You know what I'm saying? I hate influencers, though. Like, we'll talk about them. Well, I know. I know. So what do you think? Think we should try to go? Yeah, sure, dude. All right, sweet. We'll book it. So we got <laughs> we got the Nashville Comic Con and E3 coming up. Everybody, be ready. So, but um, other than that, that's about it on that one. I just think it's neat. Uh, like I said, we've always followed E3, the two of us, pretty closely and had a good time just watching these. So watching it change and seeing which way it's going to go, pretty interesting. Uh, from there. Speaking of changes, um, now this has already happened, but uh, MoviePass shut down finally on September 14th. I think my roommate had that. I had MoviePass, and I've never – that's about the – uh, I got. I jumped in when it was um, 9 a month and allowed you to watch unlimited movies, and I used it for four months, I think, and then they changed it. And I never use it again. They got uh, uh, hundred was one hundred twenty bucks out of me. Um, so gosh, I'm glad to see it go. I got burned so bad on that. It was great at first, but you know. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that because um, I'm glad they're gone. <laughs> I really am. Well, I mean, it's, it's just the other theater trains, right? I mean, AMC and Regal yeah. came on their own. Well, right, killed it. AMC, Regal, Cinemark. Um, that Regal one, actually, I've been thinking about jumping on because they, it's a good deal. I can't remember. I don't have it right here in front of me. But um, I've been thinking about doing it because that's normally where I go is to the Pinnacle in Knoxville. So I can but, confirm uh, that's a really nice theater. I enjoy it quite a bit. But I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, I'm, it's I hate it for the employees, but like, you know, I'm glad they're gone because I got burned. So there might be a little one sided on my part, but whatever. So <laughs> from there, though, we get into guess what? Another streaming what? site, another streaming uh, platform, NBC Universal. <sighs> I know you saw it because I saw you tweeting about it the other day and I was laughing. Uh, Peacock. Peacock. Which I understand like, no, why the damn the industry doesn't need any more of this stuff. This is this is why they got away from cable to begin with. Well, that's what we've that's what I've been harping on a lot. Um, uh, I don't see the need for it. Of course, they didn't do any pricing or anything. But I mean, they're pushing uh, exclusives like parts and parks and recreation and The Office, of course. Uh, reboots of Battlestar Galactica. Saved by the Bell and Punky Brewster, but it come out today that let's, the, let's let's talk about Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Zach becomes governor of California. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Zach had good grades. He low key just didn't talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I think he did good on the SAT. Whatever episode that was, a long time ago. Yeah, but I mean, he, <laughs> I'm still in disbelief. I can't wait for him to call a timeout in the middle of some kind of scandal that he's facing as the governor. 
What's going on here? It's uh, I don't know. I'm still just. I mean, man, how many streaming sites can can be supported? You know what I'm saying? I just. I mean, did you see where HBO Max just signed that gigantic deal to be the exclusive uh, home for The Big Bang Theory? Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. I'm like just good. saying. But like. Um, I mean, they've got a lot of stuff. When you look, when you look at the list of stuff that they've got, show-wise, they've got Thirty Rock, Bates, Motel, Battlestar Galactica, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Cheers, Crisley Knows Best. Who cares about that one? Uh, Covered Affairs. Here's one near and dear to you, Downton Abbey. So, um, by the way, are you gonna watch that movie? Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch Downton Abbey. But I know you would. <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond, Frazier, Friday Night Lights, uh, King of Queens. Oh. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, I gotta sign up now. Oh, great, great. Um, married with yeah. Children. Uh, da, da, da. Of course, Saturday Night Live. Super, you know, all the NBC stuff will be on there. But, so Netflix uh, is gonna have nothing but Seinfeld now, right? Yeah, they got Seinfeld. But I really think Netflix is still. I I don't think they're worried. I mean, they're worried. I'm sure. But I mean, you know, they've been pushing for their own shows for a long time, and really cutting back on um, other content. So I think they've seen it. I think they saw the writing on the wall a long time ago and have been kind of preparing. So I don't know, though. I mean, it's going to be hard uh, with all these. I'm not signing up. I can go ahead and tell you I won't sign up for this one. As much as I love The Office and I watch it uh, at least once a year, I'll watch the whole thing. But um, I won't sign up for it. The year 2038, every individual TV show has its own personal app that you must sign up for Uh, to watch that particular show. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. I I just don't know. I mean, you've got so many different ones out there. And we talked about it quite a bit, but, like, I mean, it's constantly in the news anymore, uh, streaming sites. So... I don't know. I, I'm sure it'll do fine. I don't know what the pricing's going to be. I mean, well, what did we say Apple was last week? Four ninety nine, I think. Yeah, but what? they don't have anything. Not. I mean, they're going to have like they the have their own content, them. right? They have they have right. their own content, but you know, four ninety nine that's not bad. Disney uh, Plus is six ninety nine. Where Netflix is hurting, I think, is their price. I think I'm paying. Twelve ninety nine, I think I'm whatever that standard, you know, two stream uh, subscription is now. It's been so long since I paid attention because it's just auto withdrawn, so I don't even think about it anymore. But I think it's twelve ninety nine. Um, I know you've got a four K because you live in the future, and like me, uh, mm-hmm. did you up yours to the high def package? I mean, the four K package, or are you still on your standard? I'm on standard. The standard. I think that yeah. 4K one is like almost 20 bucks. So, yeah. and of course, what Disney Plus is, they're, they're, you get 4K, you know, in that standard package, right? If I'm not mistaken, I can't remember. We talk about right. so many of these anymore. I, that, I think it is standard, yeah. But uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, I'm with you, though. I mean, you're going to be paying way more than cable by the time you get done if you're subscribing to all of these. So, yeah, it's just ridiculous. I, I don't know. It's just, 
But anyway, speaking of Disney Plus, uh, I got a little news near and dear to your heart this week, Clay. Um, uh, reportedly, Disney Plus will include the '90s X-Men and other Marvel anime. Yeah, but X-Men. Oh yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that '90s X-Men. Gosh, so good. Yeah, so good, man. Now this was just. What else is going to be on there? What other cartoons? Okay, yeah, hold on just a second. You're all right. Uh, this was just from a um, a trial version in the Netherlands is where this where this come from. I don't think it's been confirmed for sure yet. Oh, no, actually, but it has because things like today I saw that they had released the full lineup. I haven't looked at it, so we may be behind the times. But anyway, uh, here's some of the ones that, that were included. X-Men 92, Spider-Man 94, Spider-Woman 79, which that would be cool. Wow. Uh, Spider-Man 81, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends, Iron Man 94, Fantastic Four 94, Incredible Do you remember all those shows in the 90s, though, all those cartoons? Yeah. I I didn't watch them that much, but I remember them. Uh, Silver Surfer and Spider-Man Unlimited. Uh, It said it also included... Two of Marvel Marvel's live action shows, uh, Cloak and Dagger and Runways, which are on Hulu. Or I mean, they they show on Freeform. No, right. Cloak and Wait, Dagger. No, I think Cloak and Dagger on Freeform, right? Cloak and Dagger is on Freeform, and Runways is on Hulu. Right. So those were included in there. But now wow, for me, so much value there. Uh, well, for me, Spider Man is Amazing Friends, and if the Incredible Hulk is this is the one from the eighties that was showing at the same time as that Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. Man, I used to love those. That was uh, one of the first times I remember seeing animated uh, versions of the X-Men, which we're going to try our best not to talk too much X-Men this week, but we'll see. But anyway, um, I used to love that show when I was a kid. That's one of those, you know, where you get up and that's like must, that was must-watch Saturday morning cartoon stuff right there. What, the X-Men? No Spider Man and Amazing like, Friends and oh, so, the eighties well, Hulk one. So. I loved X Men though, and I you oh, know yeah. back in the day before, before you know there was the internet and all that stuff where you could just see when the new season was going to come out. Had no idea, you know, just be waiting and waiting yeah. and waiting, and they'd just be playing, you know, just reruns. And you'd wait, well, and you'd wait, and then finally, oh, new X Men episode! Oh my god! And remember they did the whole Dark Phoenix uh, saga, five yeah. episodes, mm-hmm. back to back to back to back. Oh, I, re- I tell you what, I remember five day event, whatever. For uh, I remember you talking about just waiting and waiting to see when those new episodes would drop. I remember uh, I would, of course, I was reading comic books all the time, and they would have that uh, splash page for whatever channel, you know, ABC, NBC, or CBS, whichever one, but it would uh, give the premiere dates for all the Saturday morning cartoon lineups. Uh, so that's how I kept up with it. I was like, oh, crap, here we go. It's time. But uh, I'd like to pull out one of those old comics and find the splash pages with all that stuff on it. So, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it looks good. I'm all about stuff like that. So, uh Anything else you want to say about that one, Clay? 
It does say. No, nah, I mean, just I probably go back and watch those X Men cartoons and just feel like a kid again. Unfortunately, X Men Evolution isn't on there. Somebody had tweeted out. I never watched Evolution. I didn't either. I never did watch it. I, and actually, one other thing on here. So I didn't know this. I just thought I just assumed that all of the MCU movies would be on there from the get go, but apparently, only two of them will be available at launch. Iron Man 2 and Thor Dark World. Of all the oh, so the, the worst of the Marvel movies are going to be made available <laughs> day one. Thanks. So, Thanks. Whatever, you know. But, um, of course, it'll have uh, live action. The, the Mandalorian, well, it says here, other offerings available, which we've already gone over, but uh, The Mandalorian, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Oh my gosh, what a terrible name. And the live action okay. Lady of the Tramp. So I could see some dude being like, Hello folks, you ready to see all the Marvel movies and pay like a flat fee and everybody's like, Yeah He's like, Well, we're gonna make sure we're gonna have the best movie available, Star Dark World and everyone's like, oh. I just assumed it had all of them on there. I did not realize that until I'd read this article. So Yep. But um I don't know, I'm with you, I'm excited about these uh 90s X-Men and stuff. I haven't watched them in a long time. So I don't think they've ever streamed anywhere. Not that I can remember, at least. I think they're on Netflix, aren't they? Uh, they well, maybe you're right, but I don't think they are anymore. I think they've been pulled. So, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll find out November 12th, if I remember right. Let's see. Yes. I'm just going to wait till the last second to sign up. I, already, I signed up and got that deal, so I'm locked in for Three years, I believe it is, if I remember right. So, uh, but moving on from there, um, I realize you're not excited about this movie at all. But the uh, the full cast for the Suicide Squad reboot from James Gunn was announced, mm. uh, and it looks good. There's a lot of people in that. Uh, let me go down through here, just name a few: Michael Rooker. Margot Margo Robbie, Idris Elba, Viola Davis, uh, Jennifer Holland. I really don't know how, who half these are. Uh, Julio Ru- Ruiz. I probably butchered that. Peter Capaldi, Doctor Who. Um, Takia Watiti, Pete Davidson, okay. Storm Green, Sean Gunn, uh, Joel Kinnaman, Nathan Fillon, Jai Courtney, John Cena. <laughs> I say him for life. And that's that's not all of them. I just kind of went through and grabbed some of them. But but that's a big cast to be juggling. I realize he has a pretty good cast that he has to juggle in, uh, you know, Guardians. But still, that's a lot of people. Uh, The first one was like, eh. Harley Quinn was the best part about it, but eh. All right. Well, I just wanted to get out there. I personally am excited for this. Uh, release date is August 6th of 2021, so it's still a long ways out. But uh, uh, like I've always said, uh, James Gunn, I'll, I, I'll watch his movies in a heartbeat. So there's that one. Uh, and that's about it on my front on the news, Clay. You got anything else you want to throw in there? No, I don't really have anything. No, pretty good about it. when I was on the phone with you, you remember I was like sitting there driving and I was talking to you through my Bluetooth, whatever, and some kid was like, 
I guess just hanging out with her mom on the sidewalk, and the kid, I had to do a double take, because the kid, I was like, this kid's not sticking her tongue out at me, and she was, and then she started smiling, and I was like, what? And then her mom looked at me, and I just turned around, I was like, oh, whatever, this is the weirdest thing. Just one of those double takes, you're just like, what? No, there's surely no kid just randomly just sticking their tongue at me, and they were. Bully? Jerk? Whatever. But yeah, I don't have anything else to talk about. That was just something random that happened. Just wanted to get that off. Your, just wanted to get that off your head. Yes. <laughs> random ass kids, just you know. All right, there's when I'm driving. That might be our first beep of the day. I think. Yeah, man, I don't you can let that one slide. That's, that was my first one too, by the way. I think that's a. a I don't think so. Yeah, that's, that's about as far as we've ever been into a podcast. But you know, who's keeping up with that stuff? So, yeah, I, yeah, man, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, Clay, let's get into it. Um, let's talk a little bit of Borderlands 3 here. Uh, I have played it not as much as you. Uh, I think I'm, I am made it up to level 10 last night. I'm using uh, Zane. Is that, that's his name, right? The, uh, yeah, the yeah. gentleman with the goatee. The operative, yeah, Zane. But anyway, um, I'm going to throw it over to you because you how 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 far in, in are you right now? I'm probably like on chapter twelve. I think there's like twenty something odd chapters. But uh, I went with Mose, and she's just some kind of military girl who has a <laughs> has a she refers to it as a bear mech. It's just this gigantic mech that uh, when your little uh, uh, bar fills up, you know, then you can use the little mech. You hop in the mech, and then you have. A little short time, maybe like 30 seconds to a minute. Depends on how well you do with it. But you can use the mech. Um, it's very fun. Like I'm sitting there shooting nukes at these bad guys from this little mechanized bear. <laughs> but um, it's very fun. Uh, the guns feel drastically different than the second game. They actually feel fun to use. Um, I don't know. It's just the feedback and the sounds they make. Like shotguns feel very heavy. Uh, when you shoot them, uh, pistols sound great. It's just, and the game looks great too. It's beautiful, very colorful. Um, now this time you're, you know, you're out in space and you get to go from planet to planet. The planets looks really cool because you know most of the time uh, in the other games you're you're always on Pandora, uh, but this time you know you're searching for other vaults on other planets. And I think uh, Gearbox has done a really good job with it. Just a, it's just very fun to play. I'm not, and then there's three other characters. Of course, you you know you're playing as that gentleman, and then I'm playing as Mose. And there's the little the Beastmaster, which uh, I was playing with Jesse. Uh, Jesse played as the Beastmaster, and it's so funny. And like this little gremlin guy that uh, you can actually give him guns, and he, he uses them. And randomly, he's just picking up like you know barrels and throwing them at people, and uh, it's pretty cool. And then of course you have another siren. Um, I've not played it or is all. Yeah, that's, all. Who jo- that's who Josh is using. Oh, it, okay. I'll have to ask yeah. Josh about that. But uh, so far, so good, man. Like, um, I haven't had any issues. Um, yeah. Overall, it's a solid game right now. Um, so, I have had a hard time getting into it. Um, I don't know if it's just because Gears had come out right before it and I'm just really wanting to play Gears or if it's mm-hmm. just uh, loot shooter fatigue from playing so much Division or if it's um, 
just that it's more of the same Borderlands. But I'm sticking with it. Um, I don't know if it's the – did it start slow for you, or were you able to get right back into that world and not have any troubles? It started slow for me as well. I mean, it, it just kind of thrown you back into things. The menus have changed, mm-hmm. so I can understand that also because, I mean, at first it was kind of a pain. Man, that uh, inventory system is terrible. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I'm just kind of just grin and bear it. Um, the loot in the game, um, it's – they're – there's, it really just feels like you know, I'm getting all kinds would, of purples now. Would you say early stage? Would you say there is almost too much loot on the field? You know what I'm saying? Um, I found myself just bypassing tons of guns and stuff because there's just it it rains guns anytime you kill anybody. Um, yeah, and like it's hard to stop and look at everything. And, uh, you know, if you pick up a gun that might be good or not, you don't, it's hard to stop and look at it because, um, there's, it seems like when we were playing, there was always somebody else shooting at us at the same time, which, you know, in a loot shooter, you want to stop and see, hey, this gun looks cool. But, uh, anyway, what do you think? Is it too many guns or is it, or does it, uh, suit you? Um, I've kind of been going with like a shotgun, assault rifle. Now I've got actually all four slots open, so now I'm carrying like a rocket launcher and a pistol. Um, I've been rocking this one gun. Well, I got lucky. It's, it's a legendary. I got lucky. It, I, I don't know if you know there's a system. Well, you've not even gotten to Pandora th- or, excuse me, to Sanctuary 3 yet, have you? No, uh, we're on, I think, probably Act, uh, Chapter 4 or Act 4, however it is they put it on there, I think. Well, we they've got a machine up. now that. Go ahead. Oh, they got a machine now, though, that uh, if you don't pick up, like, some high-profile loot, whether it's purple or yellow, um, you can actually go to that machine, and it'll, it'll find it and dump mm-hmm. it for you right there in front of you. Huh. So but, you like I said, man, these guns feel very good. Like, I was using one gun as a shotgun, and I just threw the – and I had a reload, and so it throws the gun out. It. And, yeah, I'm using one of those. And it oh. became a small gun and started firing shotgun. No, this is the one where you throw it and it'll explode. you can shoot it and it'll explode again. Or I mean, oh, well, this explode. one just yeah. had a little small, smaller gun that just had uh, grew legs and just started running around with me and just shooting at enemies. Yeah, I, I think I think the, the, the gunplay and everything feels good. Um, I, I think I'm just having a hard time getting back into the world is the main thing. I don't know if it's so much. Like I said, shooter, looter, shooter, fatigue. But um, as much as it, as it is, it's just it seems like it's slow to get going. Um, I always felt like Borderland is the it looter shooter because well, and it's also different than from like let's say Destiny or mm-hmm. The Division because um, of the weapon types. I guess I mean there's just there's not a craziness to it. The thing is, I mean, you could get any kind of weapon. Sorry, Shelby, just trying to grab something she shouldn't have. Um, but sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, I feel like uh, with Borderlands, there's just there's a number. I mean, just so many different weapons out there. It's like the possibilities are endless, and I'm just I don't know. I just I just have more fun playing this game than I do. Well, 
Yeah. The grind of the division and the grind of destiny. destiny. Right. No, I understand. And I'm not knocking the game. I mean, um, I didn't think it was bad. I just think it was, I think, maybe the main thing is I just want to play Gears. You know what I'm saying? I hate it. Mm -hmm. I hate this time of year because, you know, it's just back-to-back new release. And it's hard to, like, I mean, I haven't really even had time to sit down with Gears that much. I mean, we played it, well, I played it quite a bit. But, um, you know, we've only made a couple of 50-round horde runs. Josh and I did one the other night. But uh, that could be the big part of it is just that there's, you know, I've got this other game that I'm really wanting to play too. Right. So that's again, that's the worst problem with this time of year is you get closer to holidays and all these big releases are coming out and stuff. And um, well, I remember, also a perfect game to play with your friends. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot more fun when you've got four players. Yeah, you know, it yeah. increases difficulty, but I don't. Know. I do I like how they all, all our schedules are the same. We could all play together, you know, and then boom, have more fun with that way. I do like how they. Uh, how they uh, scale difficulty for, like, Brandon joined us the other night. So everything he was fighting was, I think, level 13. And, you know, everything we were fighting was whatever level we were at at, at the time. Um, I've always liked it when games do that. Instead of uh, putting, well, yeah, I mean, putting everybody's uh, enemies at that max level of whoever the highest level player is. Right. So, which, I mean... Yeah, it's nice when you do that because it, it, because you get more XP, but at the same time, I feel like in games where it does that, I have to sit back and hide, you know, while everybody else takes care of business, and I'm just kind of back there, you know, popping a shot every once in a while and getting XP. So Yeah, I think it was a smart thing for them to switch that up. It was definitely very smart of them to do that. So Did you? Because I went back. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's all right. Oh, no, I was just going to just say you know, I joined up with Brandon as well and just to help him get caught up, and I just thought it was cool that, you know, I was still earning, um, you know, you're XP. Gaining, not yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're gaining your max XP, and he's gaining his max XP, and you're able right. to uh, run together and not uh, feel like one of somebody's a hindrance, basically. It's not. Right. Uh, did you find yourself – Running out of ammo a lot in the beginning. Nope. We did that when we were playing last night. Uh, we played. Yeah, that. but I'm obsessed with opening everything. Well, I did, so but I did to too. Open. I did too, and it, maybe it's just the guns I was using. But like, we run that uh, that first big boss encounter. The the dude and with all the speakers and stuff. Uh, I can't yeah. remember his name. You know. And I run out of completely out of ammo, so I was having to run around and just pick up random guns, you know, and hope that it was one that I had ammo for. But uh, I was just wondering, uh, maybe it was just that one weird incident because it hadn't happened before that. Um, no, like I said, I mean, I'm just I'm kind of obsessed with. Because they, they're, I don't know. I've not even gotten into their in game yet because, well, obviously I haven't beat the game. So I'm wondering if all these challenges for the Guardian rank, you know, the former badass ranks that they had from Borderlands mm-hmm. 2, 
I wonder if those are going to carry over all the things that you're doing, whether it's opening up so many chests, whether it's right. you know looting green types of uh, guns or blue types, et cetera. So I've just been trying to do all kinds of stuff. Just I tell you what I can do without. Place. I tell you what I can do without is the constant uh, pop-ups on my on the left hand side of my screen from when somebody else has done something in a different game. Uh, the social aspect they yeah. added to it. I think you can turn. I it think off. you can turn it off. I haven't looked, but like it's just like uh, constantly popping up on the side whenever somebody does something. I'm just like, gosh, please! Like I'm proud of them, but I don't need to see it every time they do something. Right. So, but uh, I think that's about it. I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, I'm gonna stick with it, like I said. Um, I can already see I'll do a lot of flip flopping back and forth between eight and gears because man, I need my I need my horde mode. I need to I need to make my fifty wave run. So yeah, uh, oh yeah. Finally got uh, what's his name? I can't remember whoever it was I was using. Fez is that his name? The dude that Fox. has is that the Fox. one that has the X ray special where he can shoot through walls. And yeah. Everything? I got my first uh, epic or purple one when we played the other night. So. That's nice. pretty exciting. Finally getting, feel like I can move up because, you know, we've been running that inter- intermediate one the entire time, and I'm ready to move up. Oh, you guys finally moving up a level? No, we've, everyone we've run has been intermediate, you know. So we did a 50 round on uh, that ice level the other night when we played. Had a pretty good time with it. But uh, a lot of that depends. I'd rather play with you guys than play with randoms because, uh, well, like when we played the other night, you know, those dudes died out way off from everybody, and so we all ended up dying and getting wiped at wave 46, which is almost as bad as getting wiped at 50. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 and the same goes for Borderlands. Multiplayer, we played games together so much that uh, I don't even have to think too much about what you or Josh or Brandon or Jesse's going to do if we're all playing together, because I know, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to, I don't have to yell out, hey, where are you at or what are you doing? Because most of the time I know exactly what each of you's doing because we played games together so much. Whereas with a oh, yeah. random random person, you know, you got that, uh, uh, I just completely forgot the word I was trying to think of. But anyway, uh, you've, the, I can't think now. But with random people, it's just a lot more difficult to know what they're thinking. So, but uh, yeah, that's about it for me on Borderlands. I didn't mean to go off on that little tangent from uh, uh, Gears, but I'm just really digging Gears a lot still. So uh, we'll see. We'll probably come back and visit them again and let everybody know uh, what's happening, uh, what our thoughts are, final thoughts, somewhere down the road. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll both be pleased with both of them, and I think I'll end up liking Borderlands. Um, as always with those games, you got to get out of that initial grind and start getting leveled up and unlocking your stuff. Uh, oh yeah. So and I the just, story is really good, man. I'm really enjoying it. So there's a lot of little twists yeah. here. So. All right. Well, cool. Uh, that's it for real uh, takes on early takes on Borderlands, I should say. Uh, next up for the main event, uh, Clay and I went back and forth a whole bunch this week trying to figure out what to talk about because, uh, uh, you know, we started out 
I started with the reviews and stuff and Clay, you didn't really, I mean, you don't care to do reviews, but you wanted to do more talks, which uh, grew on me. And I like, I like what we've got going. Uh, we will do the reviews, but uh, anyway, we could not think enough. Oh, what do you got? What do you got for Halloween set up? I mean, that's I'm pretty excited for October. I put out a um, post. I don't know if you saw it on the on the group page, um, asking some suggestions for um, Halloween. What people would want us to cover? You know, if we did that. And uh, actually, I've got it pulled up right here. I can tell you, had some good answers. And clowns then, from outer space. Uh, um, you don't like that movie? <laughs> I never have cared for it that much. But then again, I haven't watched it. And uh, I was a kid the last time I watched it. Uh, so Josh had mentioned Killer Clown. And Trey had mentioned it as well, I believe. Uh, we had that one was uh, brought up. We had uh, Crit- uh, Jesse uh, said critters, and oh god, yes. I love the first two critters. Yes. Uh, never was a big fan of three and four. Four is the one where they go into outer space. But uh, wait a minute, there's critters in outer space. Yeah, critters four is in outer space. Uh, so you know that that's a good possibility. I mean, we'll sit down and talk about it. But we had critters brought up, uh, Brandon. Said the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, <laughs> now, listen, sure, Brandon. I, sure, let's get right on that one, there, big guy. No, Rocky Horror Picture Show is one of my all-time favorite musicals. Uh, I am a full-on musical fan. Uh, I think that The Greatest Showman was one of the best movies I've seen in a long time in that genre, I should say. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to go down that hole right now. But uh, <laughs> I don't really. I don't really see. I also think I should be married to Hugh Jackman. And uh, anyways, back on to what we were talking about. (laughs) I would like to go see his live show. I think that'd be great. Anyway, uh, I don't really see Rocky. Rocky I'd also like to run away with him, too. Uh, Anyways, back to what we were talking about. (laughs) I don't really uh, see Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've never really considered it. I mean, I watch it at Halloween and so on and so forth. But it's not really what we're looking for. Um, right. When we do that, uh, when I throw that one out for musicals that people would like us to watch, uh, yeah, we'll put that in there. Uh, uh, Kat had I mentioned... I saw TJ mention... Uh, well, yeah, what did Kat mention? Kat I mentioned... I saw TJ mention... Uh, damn it. Sorry, dude. <laughs> go ahead. Well, go ahead, because you're dying to say, say these, and I knew you would, and I'm all about them, too, because we talked about one of them. Uh, he mentioned... The Halloween series, of course, which is a give-in. Um, I don't really know how we'd work that because there's so many movies in that, although we did go over the entire X-Men franchise, which, my goodness. Uh, but he also mentioned uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, and that's one oh, of my yes. all-time favorites. Uh, yes. yes. But Kat had mentioned uh, Pet Cemetery. Um, I don't know if she meant the original or she meant the remake that had just come out uh, this year. I've not seen the new one. Of course, I've seen the old one. But uh, that could be interesting. And then Brandon Brandon mentioned The Worst Witch. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you know Brandon, this is, this is a common. 
no one missed to love him. But, you know, there's some that they brought out. Uh, you know, Friday the 13th always brought up in those. But I don't know. I went back and I was looking over some of mine. I would like to, even though we put down the zombie genre, uh, I think it would be fun to go back and look at Romero's first three, uh, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. I don't think I'd really want to go any further in those other than those three. Uh, yeah, we'll even, talk about this. Even though uh, I did uh, I did like Diary of the Dead, actually, if I remember right. I thought that was a pretty good movie. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, there's uh, there's quite a few for us. I, would, I think it would be fun to go back and look at some that really I would like to do uh, one of the old universal ones. Uh, horror ones, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, those. But the one I'd like I to love do those movies. Mine would be uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, when I was a kid, oh, yeah. I always loved that one. So uh, we've been th- we've been talking about that. And Clay, I think what would be fun if we could is uh, maybe we could get together and watch at least one one set of these. You know what I'm saying? You know, be at the thing, yeah, or maybe some of the Halloweens, or whatever, or critters. Uh, but anyway, watch them all, man. And then uh, we could do a, a, a live podcast. Well, not a live, but a podcast uh, together in person. Uh, so, uh, we're but we're working on it. Uh, we still got a little bit of time before we have to commit to what we want to do. Uh, we could always throw that Darkman one we've talked it into there <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, full disclosure, our original intent was to go over the Darkman franchise, and it just didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, anyway, uh, so what I've done is I was just kind of looking around for stuff, and this one caught my eye, the 11 biggest blockbusters dropping this fall. So I thought we'd go through and just uh, look at what's coming up this uh, this fall and winter uh, and see what we think about them. And uh, so first up, they've got, <clears throat> excuse me, It Chapter 2, which, of course, has already come out. Um, I watched it <laughs> over uh, – I watched it last week. Uh, with, was it good? Oh, I loved it. Went over it a little bit where, in the bonus episode that we did, um, so I'm not going to say too much. But, uh, I mean, if you like the first one, you'll definitely like this one. Uh, it's long. It's two hours and 45 minutes. But I think they needed it to be like that because um, there's just so much that happens in the novel. Uh, that if you would try to condense that down to an hour and a half or two hours, it would be hard to. Um, I recommend going and watching at the theater. Uh, I had a couple of real good jump scares in there. Um, I didn't think it was – I mean, there's some gory stuff in there, but I didn't think it was too gory. I didn't think it was over the top or anything. I think it was right where it needed to be. Uh, the cast is great. Uh, everybody that they got, uh, James McAvoy, uh, Jessica Chastain, uh, Bill ha- Bill Hader is uh, freaking amazing in it. Uh, of course, Bill Skarsgård as uh, Pennywise himself. He was great in the first one. He's great in this one, too. Um, yeah, go watch it. I would like to really sit down and watch the, the whole thing as one movie. Uh, but, again, that's 
because I, I love that book since I was a kid. I remember reading it, and I think I read it in elementary school, actually. Um, but uh, I cannot recommend it enough. It's really good. So we got that. Uh, and then open up next, they've got Joker on October 4th. Uh, I might and, take some time to go watch that. I am interested. Uh, I was going to see... We might, I might come down and maybe we can watch that one together. Uh, I'm interested to see what they're doing. Uh, it's getting a lot of good buzz. Um, I, I was pretty sold on it actually from the get go. It has that, I think I said it when I first saw the preview. It has kind of a, at least that first preview did a Scorsese. Scorsese oh my God. Scorsese. Uh, yeah, I just butchered it again. I can't talk enough. But uh, it has that feel, you know, that 80s uh, kind of taxi driver look and feel to it, I thought, from that first preview, uh, which interested me. Um, I think think they're doing the right thing, and it's just a one-and-done movie. It's not set in the D.C. EU or anything like that. Um, I'm pretty excited. I mean, the more I've seen of it, the more more intrigued I've been by it. So uh, we'll see. Pretty pretty high on it. Uh, but, yeah, we'll try to get together and watch that with Clay, I think. Good. Uh, next up uh, on the 11th is Gemini Man. Uh, no yearn to even want to see it. It just looks like, yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, I probably won't go watch it at the theater. I might if it comes here because uh, we've got this little $4 theater. So, you know, I mean, I can go and catch it there and not be out too much. Um, Ang Lee uh, directing, of course, Will Smith starring uh, as a young and old version of himself. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it just never caught my eye from that first, even from the first trailer, you know. And I, yeah. I like Will Smith. I, I always have. Uh, but it, I'm with you. just doesn't excite me. I don't think it'll do that good. It might, but I don't think it will. Uh, next up is uh, opening on October 18th, Jojo Rabbit from Takia Watiti. Have you seen this preview? Yep. I have. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, I'm there for this one. Now, I've talked about him a lot. Uh, you know, Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorite Marvel movies, and then uh, uh, what we do in, sh- in the shadows is, is uh, it's great. It's so funny. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have. So uh, uh, he's a very talented guy. Very funny yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I saw the previews. Um, it's uh, it's something else. It is something so, else. I feel like this one, if any, a lot of people. I mean, it's out there, and there's been people talking about it, but uh, it, it's not as high on the radar. Although it's starting to get a lot of good buzz, but uh, let me just go over it a little bit here. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, set during World War II, centers on a young boy whose imaginary friend is a version of Hitler. Who isn't based on the dictator so much as his, oh, as he is an amalgam of the boy's wishes for his father's love, uh, and Watiti himself plays the made-up version of Hitler. 
and it looks crazy. Uh, it looks funny as all get out. So uh, we'll see. Um, that may be another one we need to get together and watch Clay. So we got that. And I'm always and, down. Oof. And opening the same day is Zombieland Double Tap. And you said you were very excited about this one, didn't you? Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to watch it. Uh, love the first it's one. I haven't, really watched, I haven't watched the first one in a long time. So, um, which I loved it, but I'm pretty excited. I don't think you really need to say too much about this one. Right. Uh, that, that, you know, it's going to be good. Uh, we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe we'll include it in the first one as one of our Halloween themed things. Or maybe we'll do a bonus episode. Who knows? Uh, we'll probably get out and talk about that one a little bit, though. Uh, after that is uh, November 1st, Terminator Dark Fate, which we talked about before with that last trailer drop. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. It looks really good. So, uh, oh, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, the, I can't believe I'm excited about a Terminator movie for once in my life. I've been excited for a Terminator movie since Terminator 3. That was such a letdown. Yeah. I think you're right. Probably the same for me. So, but we'll leave it there. Uh, still haven't seen nothing about Edward Furlong as John Connor, other than I know he's going to be in there. So I'm still interested to see what's going to happen there. But uh, that's going to be good. Uh, let's see. After that, uh, probably one that neither one of us will go out of our way to watch, although it is directed by Elizabeth Banks. I think she's hilarious. Uh, oh, November 15th is Charlie's Angel. Another yeah. reboot of Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Kristen Stewart, yeah. Naomi Scott, and Ella Valenska. I'm sure I butchered that, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I have no no desire to watch it. Not really. Not even at the four dollar cinema. So um, if anybody watches it, they can leave us a review. Uh, but I just not excited about it at all. And then after that. Uh, opening on the 22nd of November is Frozen 2, uh, which you have no desire to see. But no, not at all. I'll be there to see it. And I just realized, I told my wife, uh, we'll probably be in Disney World when this opens. So I'm going to try to surprise my daughter and take her while we're in Disney World to watch Frozen at the big... Uh, cinema they got down there at Disney Springs. That'd be so, cool for her. Yeah. Yeah, she'll be she's excited. Pretty I mean, excited for it. Frozen was the uh first Disney princess movie that she attached to, you know, Anna and Elsa right. were the first. I mean she likes all of them now, but that was the first one. So, you know, to take her to that, blah blah blah. But uh so I'll be seeing it. I'll 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 come back with a report from that one. Or maybe I'll just do a little, I'll let Ella Kate, she's wanting to do another Facebook video and review The Nightmare Before Christmas because she's obsessed with it right now. She's already watched it once. So, but anyway, there's that. And then on the 13th of December, we've got Jumanji, The Next Level. Uh, of course, it's bringing back The Rock, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Karen Gillian. Uh, did you watch the first one? Nope. I don't like Karen Gillian, though. She's, uh, she's yeah. awesome. 
I got to meet her at a Comic Con in Louisville once. She's a she's pretty cool. Really? Yeah, I met I met her and Matt Smith. Uh, this was both when they were both of them when they were doing Doctor Who, and uh, they oh. were both there. Uh, and it was actually just after uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy because you know she had shaved her head for that and her hair was still uh, short from where she had done that. But uh, I got to meet her there and him, and it was pretty neat. But uh, also got. <clears throat> Excuse me, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover's in it as well. Uh, I thought the first one was fun. Um, I think Kevin Hart and The Rock together are a, a great comedy uh, duo. They make some good movies together. Uh, you didn't watch Hobbs and Shaw, did you? You said you did, nope. right? He does a cameo in that that had me rolling on the floor. Kevin Hart does. Right. It's uh, it's really? really good. Yeah. But, uh, so we got that. And then <laughs> after that, on the 20th, it's Cats. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> That's all you really need to say about that one. This thing looks so nope. out there. On to the next uh, one. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm going to watch it because I like musicals and I like the music from Cats, but, uh, I'm not I mean, we already know that you like musicals and your love, your secret I love, love. your it's man love secret. for Jackman. That's all right. That's all right. It could be there could be worse people to have a man crush on than Hugh Jackman, so it's okay. But anyway, we'll go on from that. And uh, amazingly, I didn't realize it opened the same day. Uh, that Cats is opening the same day, December twentieth, as Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh god! Like I, I realize you. Wait. I realize, uh, just on the cat side, you know, I know what they're doing it is counter-programming, but it's going to it's going to kill them. I don't think, I mean, they've already got bad buzz and everything. I don't think it can help them at all. I don't think anything can help them at this point. But uh, anyway, I don't know why in the world anything would want to open the opposite of this uh, movie, Star Wars. I know. Man, it's going to be so good. I'm, I'm looking right now at that uh, shot out in the water of the remains of the second Death Star. Just a nice little shot oh, yeah. of it. Man, cannot wait. And, you know, all you need to say is uh, Billy D. Williams is back, finally. So, it'll be good. Those trailers uh, are so good. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, we, we were talking the other day. What were you talking about? You saw where they had uh, cut the trailer Those finally. Did. Yeah, so let's try to cut. Just waiting on when it's going to be released, probably, I guess, during Monday Night Football. Yeah, because that's what they did last year, too. Or, I mean, for The Last Jedi, wasn't it? Didn't they do... Didn't they do... They released the trailer, and then... Did they do tickets tickets. the same day, the same time, or was it the next day? I thought it was, like, pretty much almost the same time. So, we got to be ready. But we also need to discuss if we're going to do a uh, marathon of them. So we'll see. That'd be fun. You know, we could do the marathon and get some other people to go with us. I mean, of course, it's me, you, Josh, Jason, Brandon. If anybody else wants to hang out with us, you know, they can too. And we can sit there and then talk about it. You know, you can sleep through the, as we said, you can sleep through the prequels. You'll be rested up for the rest of it. It'll be great. <laughs> right. Going to need can, the do a better job food-wise, though. Man, it's so hard to do. You know, that's the worst part about doing the uh, 
these marathons is like your food options. Although, you know, theaters anymore, they, you can get just about anything you want. But uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's rough. And, and theater coffee is the worst coffee ever. Remember how bad that mm-hmm. coffee was when we did that last Star Wars marathon? My goodness. Oh, yeah. No thanks. Gosh. But, uh, and I believe that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the 11 that they put on here. This was all per Polygon, by the way. So that's a pretty big slate of movies. Um, of course, I think, I don't think there's anything bigger than Star Wars in any of that that I read. I'll be interested to see how Terminator does. So Terminator and Joker. Joker's another one I'm really interested to see what it's going to be like in the long run. So, yeah, we'll go watch it. We'll let everybody yeah. know how it is. Yeah, I'm excited. But uh, that's it for the uh, main event this week, folks. Um, next up, Clay. We got emails again this week. What? Yes. I love it. Did our good Did our good pal Glenn send us an email? He did. Glenn um, keep sending those emails, keeping this segment of the podcast alive. <laughs> So Glenn has three points on the leaderboard, and then Josh has one. So, who, uh, so well, we'll go, go down to lead off with Glenn. No, uh, I'm going to go back because uh, Jonathan had sent a pod, or sent an email that was meant for last week's podcast, and I didn't get it until after we had recorded. So uh, we're going to start with that one. Uh, Jonathan says, "I was listening to your zombie genre." discussion and it made me think two things first is the reason you like the world war z novel opposite to why you're tired of the movie genre in other words i love world war z because each story has such a different feel and storyline to it the zombie genre as a whole seems so cookie cutter second what are your thoughts on korea's take on zombies a la train to busan or kingdom i'll let you go first clay uh, what? <laughs> um, I don't know. Story. I mean, I think it's just the movies. I think I mainly have. Well, I think I don't know. I think maybe just uh, just movies and TVs in, in general. Maybe zombie films. They're just. Well, I think I know, just zombies. I think it's. I think it's just zombies in general. Um, I think the reason that World War Z. Uh, was different from everything else for was was that it was different from everything else at least at the time. Have did did you read that? It's been a while since I read it, but you have, right? Right. I, I think that it was just different. Um, that entire take on the genre, I think it was refreshing. From what I remember, it's been so long since I've read it too, but. Um, it's just and it's just a good book, you know what I'm saying. And if it's a good book, even a zombie one, you know, I'll uh, I'll praise it. So um, now the second one though, the Korean zombies. I have never watched Train to Busan or Kingdom. Have you watched either one? So I really can't comment. Uh, I am not familiar with them, but now I am actually very interested in them. Uh, they're they're pretty wild, from what I've read. Um, I've never, uh, I've never, I'm, 
I've never seen either one, like I said, but uh, I've always wanted to watch Train to Busan. Uh, it's on Netflix, if I remember right. You can go catch it on Netflix. Uh, huh. A man and his estranged daughter and other passengers become trapped on a speeding train during a zombie outbreak in South Korea. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I see you, Train to Busan. All right. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. Uh, we might watch and try to throw it in on our stuff, on our Halloween stuff. But our Halloween plane yeah. getting full. That's the ticket. Uh, Kingdom, oh, it's a television series. The, de- uh, the deceased king rises and a mysterious plague begins to spread. The prince must face a new breed of enemies to unveil the evil scheme and save his people. Oh, that's Six really episodes. Cool. So, I don't know. I mean, if you'll give me a different take on zombies, I'll give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, there's only so many ways that you can do a zombie movie, as we said then. So, there you go. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, keep yeah, sending in those emails, please. Uh, and thanks for recommending Train to Busan and Kingdom both. Um, I don't know. I was trying to see if Kingdom was streaming anywhere here, but I don't see. It doesn't say anything, at least where I'm looking. Oh, no. It's on Netflix as well. Ah, so, me too. We might have to check out. Uh, next up, uh, Josh sent us in an email. Uh, it goes, gentlemen, I recently heard that Ninja, the uh, streamer Ninja, makes over a million dollars a month through streaming services of his of him playing video games. Twitch and others are very popular. What are your thoughts on the phenom- uh, phenomenon <laughs> of watching others play games? In some cases, these people don't even play games. Is this similar? Is this a similar appeal to watching football, basketball, hockey, and baseball? Do you see this trend continuing? I play video games. How can I become a millionaire? Long-time listener, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Uh, Clay, go ahead. Man, I don't really watch Ninja or anything like that. Um, you know, with some games I'm interested in, I might get on Twitch or a mixer and just watch somebody playing. Um, just because to me it's kind of it, – I mean, I don't want, I don't have a a need to do it all the time. But, you know, if I've got nothing to do, sometimes I'll just put it on and just watch somebody play a game. Uh, I but, have never uh, – I've never cared for it, and I think that part of it's just my age. I'm out of that age bracket of, of that – of influencers and streamers when it comes to games. Um, you know, I'm – Back in the day, of course, we would get on and find a YouTube video to help us get through whatever part of a level or something we were having a hard time with. Of course, before that, we went to GameFAQs. Remember that site? <laughs> oh, yeah. GameFAQs uh, still alive and well. Yeah. But now when I uh, when I want to get online and I need help on a game, I don't want to listen to this. some people talk. No. Some people are like, hi, it's a uh, – hey, guys, it's Clay here again just uh, with uh, Clay's uh, trick videos. And uh, hit that like button if you want to get further – I don't care. Shut yeah. up. You know? yeah. but I understand just, that some people have to do that, though, because that's their brand. They have to keep people uh, you know, in check so that – I don't know. It just, it's just all annoying to me. Yeah. I'm with you. It just doesn't do nothing for me. Uh, again, I think I'm out of that age bracket. Uh, I think it is a similar type of appeal to uh, football, to sports in general, just for a new 
uh, age brackets. Uh, of course, esports are huge. Uh, I work in schools, and there's always talk of uh, trying to get school esport leagues up. Uh, and you'd be amazed at the amount of time kids waste in computer labs watching Fortnite videos. They can't watch them live, yeah. of course, but I mean, just watching these uh, Fortnite replays and stuff. Uh, I don't know. It just don't do nothing for me. Uh, but And yeah, I do see the trend continuing. I don't see it coming to an end anytime soon. I mean, Ninja just signed that gigantic deal to uh, stream exclusively for Mixer, which is uh, Microsoft's right. streaming platform. So I, I don't see it ending anytime soon, if at all. And then lastly, um, how can you become a millionaire by playing video games? Uh, Clay, you got any suggestions? I don't know, man. Um, Josh, you got, you might want to quit your job, you know, and and just sell away your family. And, yeah, ignore and your just, family. Um, yeah. buy, buy a really expensive uh, streaming rig and, you know, yeah. just sit there and just, you know, act like an idiot for, you know, basically all day. That's all I got. I mean – <laughs> you know, disown your family, uh, your friends. Well, except for me and Clay, you can, you know, you can yeah. split some of that money with us because we have given you this idea. Uh, and play yeah. lots of Fortnite, unfortunately. You'd yeah. have to play Fortnite. Fortnite. That's the ticket. Fortnite, and you'd have to mix in a little Apex Legends from time to time. And, uh, I used to say PUBG, but uh, not anymore. I like PUBG, but uh, it's not really that big on the streams. Well, it still is, but not like uh, Fortnite. Oh, and Minecraft. You have to cater to the kids, too, so you'll need to play some Minecraft. Right. So, And I know Brandon loves to play it, so you can get Brandon to play that with you. Brandon, if you're listening, uh, disown your family and buy a streaming rig and play Minecraft with Josh. 24-7. You guys will be millionaires. There you go. So, that's it for that one. Josh, thanks for writing in. Uh, keep them coming. And lastly, our hero, the man who's kept this segment alive for six episodes now, uh, Glenn. And Glenn writes in and says, what inspired you to start a podcast? Are there any podcasts you would recommend? And that's it. So, Clay, what do you, uh, I'm going to let you take it first. Uh, what inspired you to start a podcast? Um, I actually did not start this podcast. I was invited by Jason. Mm-hmm. But we've always kind of talked about it. Oh, it would be great to have a podcast. Yada, yada. We, and he's like, hey, man, I just got this started. You want to join up? And I was like, sure. And there we are. So. We have talked about podcasting or streaming, live streaming, or starting a, uh, let's say at one time we had a comic card and sandwich shop that we were going to start. My dad was going to make the sandwiches for us because he was a great sandwich maker. Uh, We've had lots of great ideas like that. 
but I guess that comes from sitting in a theater for 14 hours a day. But yeah, right. that's something we always talked about. And so uh, when Derek had to drop out and uh, I, I knew who I wanted to get come on and be my co-host because uh, we'd always talked about it. And we, and I think we've always had a good banner. They haven't seen it yet, but we can get in some pretty good arguments about uh, some of this stuff, but, mm-hmm. uh, and that's part of it. I, I'm sure at some point it'll happen, but like, you know, uh, that's, and that's good. I don't want it to be us agreeing all the time, you know, on everything. Uh, so do you have any podcasts you would recommend? Yes, I've got several, Glenn. Um, the last podcast on the left is very funny, but, uh, they've got almost about four, I think 400 episodes, but you can go back and listen to them. They do specials over like serial killers, uh, cryptids, aliens, all kinds of crazy stuff. It's funny though. Um, course the dollop that's another uh, comedy podcast but they uh, talk about most mainly american history stuff um but it's funny uh radio lab's good uh criminal criminal's really good podcast 99 percent invisible that's all about uh, architecture um but it's it's a well-done podcast you know once you're listening you they put your hooks in you and you're done you, you end up listening to all their old episodes and then my favorite murder. So there you go. That's uh, that's all I got. Nice. Um, okay. So for me, uh, let's see. I started listening to podcasts with uh, One Up, the old uh, game site, and EGM. EGM was the magazine. If anybody remembers it, uh, which I'm sure a lot of our listeners will. But uh, I listened to One Up was what started me down the road. Uh, we listened to it at work all the time. Clay actually was at T-Mobile. Yeah. Uh, I did that and just knew, like, I think that's what that's what hooked me. And then from there, um, like we said, we'd always talked about doing a podcast and just never did for one reason or another. But then um, – Jonathan Johnson started doing the box officers and that's him and his brother Nathan and Jeremy Barker and that got the uh, wheels turning for me a little bit um, it made me think of, of more about doing it more seriously about it still didn't do it and then uh, Derek Zuoschiani and Jeff Wright uh, all these people, by the way, except for Nathan, have worked at one time or another with us at the theater. These are all our friends. and But they had started doing the uh, Saw Something Scary podcast. And, of course, that moved the needle even more. And uh, then Derek uh, was the big motivator for me to finally make that jump. Uh so probably it was, that was the biggest inspirations for me was uh, re- really the biggest two were uh, Saw Something and the box officers because uh, those guys went out and took that chance and uh, showed me that they could do it. 
and made me want to do it more. And then Derek was the one who motivated me and pushed me to uh, go ahead and pursue this crazy dream, which, uh, as I said before, I can't thank him enough for. But uh, so those were my biggest inspirations, and I think we've been having a blast with it so far, Clay. We have a pretty good time with uh, with what we've been doing, and I and I like where we're going. Uh, we're, we talk quite a bit about how we can change it and what we would like to do different, and that's why I like Kevin Clay on here too is because he's not afraid, even though I started the podcast, and that's the best thing about having him here is that even though I started it and uh, have been guiding it, Clay will let me know if he doesn't like something or if he doesn't want to do it or if he has an idea or if I can't think of nothing, I can go to Clay. So, you know, uh, yeah. we're having a good time. I'm like a diva, man. Where's my green M&M's at? Yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, now as for podcast, um, I'm looking at mine right now. Uh, Giant Bombcast, if you're into video games, it's by far my favorite. Uh, it, it filled that hole when one up all the different iterations of it. Once they finally closed it down, I was kind of lost there for a while. I didn't have nothing to listen to when it comes to video games. And I discovered it, and it's great. Can't recommend it enough. Um, I've been listening to uh, – there's the Bombcast and there's the Beastcast, which are both from Giant Bomb. They're both really good. Uh, every once in a while, I'll hit up an episode of Kevin Smith's uh, Smodcast. It's good. Um I've been listening to, as I said before, the Chernobyl podcast. Uh, it's over, uh, but it's really good. Uh, and uh, the Steve Austin show, which if you're into wrestling like me, not as much now, but um, it's a great listen. And I've become hooked on uh, the Dale Jr. download. Uh, I love that. I love NASCAR racing. I always have. Just I guess it's where I've grown up from where I've grown up. Oh, at. God. But uh, – it's really good, and uh, I would I can't recommend it enough. And of course, um, I would. Uh, well, actually, here's one more Clay. I got you to listen to this one a little bit. Uh, Eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. again, another wrestling one. It's him and uh, he's going back through and talking about his time in the WCW when they uh, almost put the WWE out of business. So uh, if you're into wrestling, I can't recommend it enough. And then, of course, I have to mention, again, uh, Saw Something Scary in the Box Officers. Uh, so that's and that's about it. Uh, I've got a couple other I'll listen to every once in a while, but those are my mains. Oh, and Ramblings for Nowhere, of course. I listen to every week, too, uh, obviously. Uh, so thanks, Glenn. Uh, keep sending in those emails. Keep yeah. your statement alive for us. Uh, we're going to put you in the email Hall of Fame. So that does it for email yeah, play. Um, yeah. Just real quick, I want to talk about the uh, Facebook page. Uh, of course, Ramblings from Nowhere. I put out uh, some polls uh, last week. I don't know if you saw them, but uh, just I, as I've said before, I like doing these polls. It's fun to see where everybody lands at. Uh, so I pulled them up here. First one I've got up here is uh, out of DC's Big Three, which is Batman, 
Superman and Wonder Woman, who would you choose? Uh, who would you go with, Clay? Aquaman. No, 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 no. No. The Talk to Fish dude does not count. Batman, Wonder <laughs> Woman, or Superman? Uh, probably Wonder Woman because uh, i got you. Batman fatigue and no one cares about Superman. Uh, I think people would care about Superman if they would do him justice in the movies. You know what I'm saying? But uh, oh, well. anyway, he got Superman got two votes. Uh, Wonder Woman, I voted Wonder Woman as well. Got four votes, five including you. Um, that would be you and me, uh, my wife, Kat, and Shantae. So us and everybody else's wife. So they're the best. They win. But Batman actually won. But those people are all wrong. I'm with you. Batman is just I'm about burned out on. Uh, he got looks like. Ten or so votes. Batman won that one. Uh, the next one we did, I'm going to come back to that one in just a second. We'll find these other ones. Uh, best Kenny Loggins soundtrack song. You got Danger Zone, I'm All Right, and Footloose. What are you going with? Caddyshack. Nice. Thank you. That's why we work so well together, because I voted that one as well. Uh, yeah. Of course, Danger Zone won. Because I put a comment out there. Oh, and I said, Top Gun. Oh. Yeah, I think they let their love of Top Gun influence them. Danger Zone is by far. No, it's not the worst, everybody. But it's it's the worst of these three. And I like Danger Zone. It's an all right song. But um, I'm all right. It's the best one. Uh, from there, we had uh, Glenn posted one. It's a modern Star Trek question. And it was, uh, do you prefer the Orville or Star Trek Discovery? Have you watched either one of these? I think I watched a little bit of uh, Orville, but not enough to sit there mm -hmm. and have an opinion on it. So I, 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 don't, I haven't watched either show. So I haven't watched um, either one of them. I've heard lots of good stuff about Discovery. Uh, I know Jonathan likes it uh, quite a bit. But I, I'm with you. I didn't, I didn't cast a vote just because I have never – seen it so you know either I never I don't think I've watched an episode of Orville either no I haven't so um and then we had one on the the, the age old geek question uh Star Wars or Star Trek I know where you fall mm -hmm. uh, Star Wars guess who right. voted for, guess who voted for Star Trek Brandon exactly it doesn't surprise me Brandon Thank you for voting for Star Trek. Uh, then, let me find, pull up these other ones. Um, which do you prefer, Transformers or G.I. Joe? And I'm talking about the 80s cartoon. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're both great, but Transformers. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. How many seasons? I mean, the first season of Transformers good, and then after that, it goes to, to crap after the no, movie. No, 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 no. Because the animation yes. is completely After different. the movie, yes, I'll give you that. After the movie, it does. But it's uh, before that, the first is it four seasons, I think, they did before the movie were awesome. And then after that, it just went downhill bad. But um, I'm with you. Of course, now G.I. Joe was uh, – that good after the first two seasons. I can't remember, but either way, um, I love both of them, but Transformers uh, just struck a chord with me when I was a kid. Uh, it's probably still my favorite cartoon of the 80s of that in that 
about. I think the G.I. Joe comic book was was it Larry Hama that uh, yeah. did the whether yeah. the art or wrote it or did both? Yeah. I think it was vastly superior to the Transformers comic book. Man, the Transformers just, comic book went to some strange places. Uh, I've got some of those trade paperbacks that'd be fun to pull them out. And then lastly, we had um, Julius W.C. Peppercorn wanted to know... My, my dear friend. <laughs> I've not met him yet, but he sounds like an all right guy. Uh, yeah, he wanted to know which movie had the best theme song: Transformers or GI Joe? Yeah, GI Joe, obviously. Transformers. GI Joe. Transformers. Uh, uh, that maybe Transformers had the better soundtrack. No, no, no. Sure. No, but, I think I think that the theme song for Transformers in the movie is better than the GI Joe one. Granted, the GI Joe one changed it up from. The you know just the regular GI Joe theme song from the cartoon. See that three minute opening where they're all around. Oh, like, I know. You know trying know. to hijack the yeah. delivery, whatever. And yeah. That dude singing, ding through the sky, Cobra. Yep. And that guy's in the background like Cobra. Dude, it's so comical. It's so fun. It's good. It's good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just the trans Transformers the movie. Um, Maybe that's just my bias coming out because I love that movie so much. G.I. Joe the movie is not that good. I'm sorry. But wait, wait, what? It's, it's not that good. Yeah. Or when Cobra Commander, Cobra Commander, you know, he gets bitten and he's turning into an actual snake and he's all like, I was once a man. Yeah. I always laugh at that. And I always remember watching that movie as a kid and they cuss. And you're like, whoa, dude. They cuss and, in G.I. Joe. Uh, well, the first one I remember ever hearing a cuss word in was uh, Transformers. Uh, and it, I was the same way. It blew my mind because it's when uh, Ultra Magnus is on the junkie, the junkie on the planet, and he's trying to get the Matrix to open because God let's, is trying to attack him. Let's call him by his English. Let's call him by his Christian name, Robert Stack. <laughs> I didn't know where you was going with that. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, that's it for our polls this week. Um, I'll, you want to try to put some more out there? Um, I do want to mention just real quick before we get out of here, uh, Kevin had brought up on the page uh, while we were doing all these polls, he wanted someone to enlighten him on how Solo, a Star Wars story, is a bad movie because it got such a bad rap. Uh, and we talked about it before, but um, it's not a bad movie, Kevin. And we've talked about it quite a bit, but um, I think it just uh, – it caught a lot of flack from all these haters of The Last Jedi and so on and so forth. And I, there probably was a little bit of Star Wars fatigue in there too that was happening at the time. So, But anyway, I just wanted to reiterate that Solo, A Star Wars Story, is not a bad movie at all. So nope. that's it. Uh, some good stuff on the page this week. But uh, anyway, Clay, uh, I guess that's it for this week. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites. Uh, make sure to please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere and uh, join in. We're having a good time, as you can see from all these polls and stuff we've been having lately. I've been trying to be – it's been hard to be active uh, 
on the page. I've been so busy with work and so on and so forth, but I've been trying to post as much as I can and just get people engaged. Uh, we've had some, I've had some good laughs on there. There's been some silly stuff going on. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram at RFN underscore podcast. Uh, and as always, don't forget to send in those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. And Clay, where can everybody find you at? Uh, sweet JJ, the number one, and the letter S. Awesome. Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Jason76Z. And with that, I'm Jason Hall. He's Clay Dawson. And we are out. Hey, Charlotte, when are we going to get off this podcast? Yeah, goodbye. Mm-hmm.